And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are talking playoff football. We got KQT's Chris Rash back with us this week. Chris, how are you doing? Doing really well, Clifton. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. So, um, Chris, um, before we start talking about District Championship Friday, um, anything that really stuck out to you from last week? Uh, I think it was probably Class 1, District 7. You had Princeton and uh, Hamilton pulling out the upsets and knocking off the top two teams in Class 1, District 7, knocking off a South Harrison team and a Milan team, two very good football teams. So now it's a Hamilton and Princeton matchup in Class 1, District 7, which gives us, you know, that good old three versus four matchup here, there. So I think that one was kind of was stood out to me. Um, the Battle of the Buchanan's, that one ended up, but West Platte gave East Buck a, a tremendous fight last week in their semifinal round. Um, Eight-man-wise, things kind of, I think, shook out probably the way that, you know, just looking at the records-wise and how things were going. I thought Pattonsburg gave North Andrew a pretty good fight after getting down early. They they fought back, but North Andrew able to, you know, stick out that victory. Maryville able to take care of business against Cameron in advance of this district championship. And a, a tough night for Lafayette down against a very, very good Smithville team. Uh, there's a there's a reason why Smithville is the number one team in that Class 4 District 8. So, you know, tough way for the Irish to, to finish the season. But uh, like we talked about before last week's game, there's so many games decided by three run, three not three runs, three points or less for Lafayette this year. So, you know, it's kind of a, uh, a mixed bag for Lafayette this year, I think. But overall, you know, you saw a lot of good things from them. Oh, absolutely. Definitely, for sure. So, uh Chris, uh, let's uh, let's talk about some championship games now. We're gonna go from big to small now. So um, we're gonna go uh, class three, district eight. Now you got um, Maryville traveling to Richmond. You know Maryville traveling for a district championship. Um, that don't happen too often. I believe it's only happened maybe one other time before in the Matt Webb era, if I'm not mistaken. But um, definitely, I think Maryville's got a good shot to win this district game. So um, Chris, um, your thoughts on the game? Well, I, I think Maryville's playing some really good football right now. I mean, you you go back to early in the season where you know they didn't have everybody. Uh, they start off with a fifty-one to eight loss to Blair Oaks, but you, you lose your quarterback in that game, and you have some quarantining issues. And then you know later in the year you go play an Odessa team because you need a makeup game in the middle of the year because you don't have the Benton game anymore. So you play tough competition like that. But since that Odessa game, who Odessa, you know. Tremendous year for them as well right now. Since that game, you know, Odessa's Class 3, District 7, I mean, they, they've, they're they 10-0. and 0. So, I mean, that was a good matchup for Maryville to kind of see how, you know, things were going for them. But now, since then, Maryville, they've won five straight, including two in the postseason against Northeast and Cameron. And Richmond, they've got a really good quarterback down there for Richmond. I mean, he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks they, they've faced all year. And so th- this is a tremendous challenge for Maryville. They're going to be on the road down at Richmond. But, yeah, I, I think the Spoo fans, the way they've been playing lately, sets them up, you know, pretty nicely here going into the district championship. I, I think that definitely should be a fun one. But uh, this next one here, Class 1, District 8, uh, we've got a rematch here. The uh, Battle began at Part 2, 2020. Uh, you and I were both – I feel like you, me, and everybody in their grandma was at the first game between these two. So uh, – we definitely um, definitely pumped it up a little bit for the prime time special several weeks ago. That was back in week seven. So, um, Chris, your thoughts on the East Buck Mid Buck rematch this time of the district championship on the line? 
Look, look, this will be the fifth time in a row these two teams have met in the postseason between these two. So, you know, you, you look at this, you know, they met in 19, they met in 18, they met in 17, they met in 16 in the state tournament. First two times through, though, East Buchanan won. The last two times, Mid Buchanan's won. In fact, Mid Buchanan's won the last four matchups between the two after East Buchanan controlled this rivalry for the longest time. But the, the, things kind of shifted in this rivalry between the two in that 18 season. Mid Buck lost a regular season game by six. I think that was an overtime game, if I remember back right. And then in the postseason in 18, that was when Mid Buchanan made that, that state semifinal run. That, that first year, I, and that one maybe kind of caught people off guard. The Dragons did that, but they beat East Buchanan in the semifinals. They kind of kicked things going, keep going there. Last year, they met again in the district tournament. Maybe Buchanan won again, and now it's a chance for best, best of five at this point. It looks kind of like because both teams have won two and two. Maybe Buchanan's won the last two. And the thing about this game, I, I think, is interesting is that East Buchanan's the underdog in this one, and and they they've accepted that mentality and and what they are. Uh, I've talked to Coach Ritter this week about it, and you know they're embracing the fact that they are the underdog here because for so long, New Buchanan was considered the underdog in this rivalry because East Buchanan was making state runs, and you go back, and you know. East Buchanan controlled things for a little while. And he's a, let's, let's just face it, that's, a, that's what it was. The Bulldogs were kind of dominating the rivalry. But now it's maybe Cannon that's won the last four matchups. So East Buchanan's the underdog that really, on, on paper, you think maybe they don't have much to lose because everybody's looking at what maybe Cannon's done because they're the number one team in Class 1. They're the team that's been, you know, at the bullseyes on their back. East Buchanan, there's no pressure on them, so to speak, in this one. They want to win this game. And in this rivalry, you can kind of throw out the stats and everything you want to. These two schools, not separated by much. They know what's at stake. They know the bragging rights. Maybe Cannon, tremendous football all year long. There, there's very, very, very little that maybe has gone wrong for maybe Cannon outside of a couple plays here and, here and there every week. They've been almost perfect through the entire season. But now – you have an East Buchanan team that has a chip on their shoulder coming into this game. I think that sets this up tremendously for a fantastic showdown in the district championship game. Uh, I think it should be fun. Definitely another one there. So, great rivalry. So, uh, going on down here, we got Class 1, District 7 now. And um, we got Hamilton and Princeton. I think this one's going to be a fun game. Uh, Princeton actually had – I actually listed the last six or seven minutes of the Princeton game on the radio. Um, shout out to Chris Ward on the call there, 100.1. That was just a great ball game. You had Princeton down in the game. They came back. They tied the game. They took the lead, able to get the win over Milan. You talked about it a little bit earlier, and then Hamilton was able to defeat South Harrison, who was the number one seed in the district. I think this is going to be a tremendous ball game. So your thoughts on this game? Well, I think it's kind of one of those deals where on paper you think, well, in districts you're going to have the one and twos. But Hamilton – they play in the KCI, one of the toughest small school conferences in the state. I, I would, I, I don't think that's really much of an argument. But Hamilton went in there, and Hamilton's done this before, where they've been kind of a lower seed in their district and just kind of been able to, you know, do things like this. Last year, though, they were the two seed in their district. But in, in years past, I know you've had teams out of the KCI that are lower seeds able to 
kind of make a run because of how things shake out. I'll go back to 2018, they were the five seed in kind of the same setup of the district. I mean, they, they've they had to face Southhurst in the first round. Hamilton won the district championship that year. And so, you know, you look at the five seed, you don't think they're going to make it. But Hamilton plays a tremendous conference schedule. And the way district seeding works with points and everything like that just kind of, you know, leads up in true interpretation a lot of the time. But Hamilton's a really good football team. And Princeton, you know, they're not too long ago. They were making their own run not too long ago, too, for a state run. I think it was 2017 for them off the top of my head, if I have that correct, that they ran into. I think it was, I believe, it was, yeah, it was East Buchanan. They ran into them in 2017. And Princeton, tremendous, you know, 12 in one year that year. So Princeton, not too long ago, they they were right in the middle of a, a championship run as well, uh, trying to make a state championship run. So you know, these two teams, tremendous as well. This is going to be a fun matchup. And then we're actually going to move down to the eight-man world. We've got a couple of eight-man districts that we're going to discuss here. I'm going for, to District 4 now. and we got uh, East Ashton and Stanbury. Uh, last game between these two, it was a defensive ball game. It was won by Stanbury, twenty to eighteen, was the final. Though I still think, you know, despite that game, I still I think Coach Barons and the Wolves have a great football team at East Atchison. So um, break down this game, East Atchison and Stanbury. These teams playing some really good football right now between between the two of them, and you know this is going to be one of those. I think another one of those good defensive matchups. But, you know, Stanbury last week, they got a workload out of the their freshman running back, the, the Sheber kid. Tremendous day for him. I had him down, I think, unofficially at six touchdowns. I think what he ended up with last week in Stanbury's victory in their semifinals. So Stanbury, they like to run the football, but they also throw it a little bit. Um, you know, East Atchison, you know, took care of business against Worth County last week. Stanbury, though, Hasn't given up a single point in the postseason. They've won 48 nothing, 56 nothing. Stanbury's defense really, really good. This is going to be one of those, you know, knock them out, drag them out kind of fights. And then we got an eight-man district three. I think this one's going to be, oh, boy, I think this one's going to be a good one. We got uh, the two-seeded South Holt, Nottaway Holt, and then they're going to be at the number one seed, North Andrew. Oh, man, I think this is going to be some great football right here. I think this is going to be razor close. Um, I think this game could very well be like the first to 40, so the winner of the game. So, um, Chris, um, your thoughts on this game? Yeah, and I, I think you're right. This is one of those really – I think it's both teams are pretty well matched. I mean, they they both run the football extremely, extremely well. And so you have a South Hold, not only whole team. Everybody knows about Drew Quinlan fantastic eight-man football player, probably one of the best in the area, best in the state for that matter. But there are so many other guys for South Holt, not only Holt, that can run the football and make plays. Same thing for North Andrew. They have the Goff kid, the Ecker kid, and they have uh, the quarterback Thomas that can run the football too. So both these teams have a lot of different guys that can make plays on offense, but then on defense, they really don't allow teams to do a whole lot against them. So this is going to be one of those, you know, punch you in the mouth and see who's still standing in the end. And then we got one more that we're going to talk about. We got eight man district two. We got North Shelby of Southwest Livingston. Um, we're actually recording this on a Thursday. Um, I actually did see on Twitter that uh, there was an Iowa eight man state championship game where um, it was very close to like 200 points combined. 
I think if you were going to have a game that might be that might replicate that, this game might be it. So these two teams can put up some points. So um, Chris, um, your thoughts on District Two? Cliff, if you bring up that Iowa game, I actually have it pulled up here. It's one hundred eight to ninety four. That's Ooh. an eight man football score if I've ever seen one. So and all it was was back and forth scoring pretty much throughout the entire. I think the biggest lead, if I have that right, was an 18-point lead at one point in the third quarter. So, and it was 60 to 42, and somehow they score uh, basically another 100 points there within the last 15 minutes of that game. So, you you, you look at you know the District Two matchup between Southwest and North Shelby. I don't know what to expect from this one. Southwest Livingston, you know, they're able to put up some points. Um, you know, again, another fantastic year for what they're doing over there. They put up 88 last week. North Shelby hasn't played a game yet in the, in the postseason. It was two forfeits in a row for them. So North Shelby hasn't played in a little while. So is there going to be able to rest a little bit adjustment there? I, I, I wouldn't think so, but I, at the same time, who knows? You have two weeks off like that. That's almost unheard of. Unless there's, you know, an odd year. So this one's interesting because Southwest Livingston coming off playing Concordia on 88-22 victory and North Shelby coming off a bye week. Oh, absolutely. Definitely here. That's definitely going to be something to watch if North Shelby can definitely, if there's rust there or whether or not they can shake it off or not, that's going to be definitely something very interesting to watch. So, um, Chris, um, anything that you want to plug before we get out of here? Um, we won't have we won't have our normal football tonight because we're down to five or six games. So we'll just have highlights during our our ten o'clock newscast right after the normal part of the news. We may have a couple of special things in there, but we'll just have that kind of to wait and see. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a reminder there. Definitely to watch the uh, ten o'clock news if you're looking for highlights on KQ two. So I know Chris and the guys do a bang up job there with highlights. So um, Chris Roush, um, thank you so much for um joining the podcast once again and uh, good luck to you and your team as we um as we finish this um get closer to finishing this um football season at Jeff City. Yep, it should be a really fun one, you know, to see kind of who comes out here and continues their quest for a state championship. So thanks, Cliff.